is waiting for. Here hey, we are. Look at that. Man, I'm <laughs> seriously impressed. We've still got it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, we always start in the middle of the conversation. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. What we were wondering about is if the machinery is working. You know, we're not uh, experts, and I hope that at no point we really gave you the expectation that we were. Yeah. But, you know, we're doing our best. We we know how to click, I think, a total of four buttons. Something. Uh, <laughs> something in that neighborhood. The record, the stop, the save, the edit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything else technology does for us. Um, but welcome back to the podcast. It's been a second or 12 uh, since been a while. we've, yeah. since we've had know. one of these. Um, my name's Aiden DeBorden. My name is Jim Newman. And welcome to Inherently Human. Oh, you know, Do you know what it is? is do you know what episode it is? Oh, is it you look. 32 now. because I'm looking at the screen. Yeah, man. <laughs> we are up to 32 episodes of this podcast. And every time we talk for, I don't know, something in the neighborhood of 40, easily. 45 40, minutes. 45 minutes. We, in fact, we just have to decide to shut up at that point. <laughs> Honestly, know? that's kind of what it feels like a lot, where it's like, oh man, this is such a great conversation, but at some point we need to stop. It right. has to end. <laughs> because of the conventions of podcasts. <laughs> that's true. You We're know. limited by uh, the society of our time that... Oh, we can't go any longer than 45 minutes. Right. People have other <laughs> priorities in their lives. They, they got to get it. to it. They got to have dinner. They got to mm -hmm. watch their favorite show uh, in the evening and on and on like that. We understand it. I mean, I we're it. not making a judgment, I don't think. I mean, I've definitely been there. I've got things I've got to well, do. Well, yeah. For the most not part. only that, you were telling me how much. You love your video games and that you bought new equipment. And I guess I'd be interested to know a little bit about is it working out? Oh Are my you God. having a exponentially better time now Ooh. with your video games? Uh, yes, actually, I am. Uh, wow. So I just recently bought a uh, big, nice computer uh, that can actually run the games that I want to play. Um, before this, I've been playing on a laptop, uh, which is all good and fine. It runs everything as it needs to, but I can't really run big, uh, very fancy, very, uh, high graphic, high nonsense games. Um, and so since I bought this, I've just been putting in a fuckload of time <laughs> playing these games. Um, and they have been... Gorgeous! Oh my God! Well, are these uh, film-worthy images? Are you saying that it renders realistically uh, looking people and landscapes in effectively real time? I mean, the computer is so good that it mm. can create the illusion of reality on your screen as the game unfolds uh, because you know a lot of times in those games that i've seen and i've never really played one but right there are those little tiny characters that <laughs> run around like kind of a pac-man yeah of thing. yeah and this is not that we, is that right <laughs> the uh the video game industry has certainly 
uh, expanded from the Pac-Man, Mario-esque uh, graphics where they're just pixels. Yeah. Um, they they haven't gotten, or at least the, the ones that I've played, I've definitely seen some mods and uh, different games that really do well with this. But the, the people, I think, are the hardest to render, uh, the hardest to create just because of the the art style that you have to use you can't make it look like a perfect uh even skinned now, human yeah is that right yeah I, it gets really really close um <clears throat> where the complexion scars on the face the uh kind of age lines that are on there what has been happening a lot with these newer games is that people are using uh facial what is it? Facial movement software? Uh, yeah, where they put reference markers mm-hmm. on a person's mm-hmm. face, and the machine then knows. Oh, some of those references are for eyebrows, and yeah, then yeah. the eyeball and the nose, and um, so th- that I guess really simplifies the process of creating animation absolutely absolutely uh and they did it a few times i've seen a few videos on some older games that did this kind of stuff but it failed pretty miserably uh where it just looks really foggy and kind of washed out and it doesn't it doesn't have the same feel and effect like these newer games do uh, where the faces, uh, there's one game uh, in particular, it's called L.A. Noir. And you play L.A. Noir. I do or not. Or you do not. I, I don't play this game. Oh. Um, I probably should. I've heard a lot of great things about it. Uh, it's it's like this 50s detective. 50s? Y- yeah. Well, it would, yes, it could be from the 30s, 40s, and yeah, 50s. I yeah. think that was the noir yes. period in America. Exactly. Generally. And so in this game, what you're supposed to do is that you're supposed to listen to what the people are saying. Yeah. And then you watch their facial movements and you watch the, the subtleties oh. that are programmed into the faces. In other words, to see if they're lying or something. Exactly. Wow, that. Yeah. man. They're, that would be really cool. Oh, it's it's beautiful to look at. And uh as we progress, it's only going to get more and more detailed. Uh, additionally, the game that I most, not most recently played, but recently played, a uh, very popular game. It's been out since 2013, I believe. Uh, Bethesda's Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Wow. Uh, you know, let's just stop for a moment and admire <laughs> the name. That's poetry. Tell me the name again. So what? Bethesda is the company. Oh, uh, that's the manufacturer. Yeah, that's of the, the manufacturer. Game. Okay, uh, that's a cool name. <laughs> I wonder where they got it. I, um, from Maryland, Bethesda, Maryland, maybe. Ooh, is that an actual place? Yes. Oh, it is. Yes. Well, then so. maybe actually. Uh, but anyways, uh, Bethesda. Bethesda created uh, the Elder Scrolls. The Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Oh so that's my God. like the the game yeah. uh, line lineage, if you will. Yes. That's the actual game itself. Um, and then the individual title of the one that I played, number five, uh, was Skyrim. Skyrim. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, and uh, how do you win that game? So. <laughs> 
you don't. So <laughs> <laughs> the way that the Elder Scrolls games work is that it's a uh, fantasy land. Yeah. Um, so medieval dragons and magic is okay. what you're going for here. Some some Tolkien-esque D&D rule. In a weird medieval sort of landscape? Yes, then? absolutely. Okay. And now uh, what the image looks like on the screen, it's sort of marginally, three-dimensionally realistic looking? Is yeah, it? so okay. uh, everything is 3D modeled. Yes. Um, there's a whole world 360 around you. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> just massive landscapes, a huge map, uh, tons of different uh, NPCs, non-playable characters. Uh, oh, that are just walking by? Yeah, yeah, okay. that roaming about. In other uh, words, you cannot engage them because they're well, more or less automatons. And, yeah. Okay. You can talk to them if you want. Really? Uh, some will give you uh, dialogue trees that you can choose <laughs> how you want to talk to them. Okay. Uh, you could slaughter them. Um, you could you kill them. You could absolutely kill them. Wow. Uh, you could steal from them. You could see if they have a quest for you. You could learn from them. You could sell them things. Like, there, there's so many different NPCs that do a whole series of different things. Non pro. What it was? What are they? What uh, is an NPC? Non playable character. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So someone that's just there for the story, exposition, quest, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and so in Skyrim especially, um, the way that it's worked out for the past few years is that it came out in 2013 and it was uh, a phenomenal, groundbreaking game. Like, it was, it was huge. People loved it. Um, and they keep on essentially just re-releasing Skyrim over and over again. But with updated graphics, they have DLCs, downloadable content... Uh, which adds more and more to the game. Like it might add a whole landscape that wasn't yeah. there previously. Exactly that, in fact. Man. Uh, because there's, at least in the game that I played uh, recently, I had Skyrim, which was like the land uh, that you do most everything in. Mm -hmm. And then I had a downloadable content pack that added a place called Solstime. Souls, S O U L apostrophe S, Souls Time. Uh, so I, I might be pronouncing it wrong. Souls Time? It's S O L S T E I M. All right. So it's a place. Yeah. Okay. Souls Time. Uh, because everything is very northern, very Nord, mm -hmm. uh, Norwegian. Nordic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Scandinavian <clears throat> because in some way. One of the so in the the story of Skyrim, there's the Imperials, uh, which is some empire coming into Skyrim, and then the original people of Skyrim who are the Nords. All right. <laughs> and so that's that's like a bunch of sub story within it, but. Essentially, you are just the chosen hero of the game to go kill this very ancient old dragon that is bringing the apocalypse. Oh, yeah. and so this is a bad <laughs> dragon. Bad dragon. Yeah. Um, there are some good dragons. There are very nice dragons uh, with very long, hard-to-pronounce names <laughs> that help you out every once in a while. Right. Um, 
but the the main bad dragon Alduin, uh, total asshole. Oh, um, sorry to hear that. <laughs> probably a bad childhood. I, I'd believe it. Um, there's probably a lot of lore on him that I just totally skipped over. Um, but you are battling Alduin? Is that the game premise? I mean, there's a conflict, I guess, yeah, in so the game. You, you find yourself within this conflict uh, in addition to the dragon scourge that's happening. The dragon scourge. Yeah, it's it's kind of badass when you think about wow. it. But like, oh, buddy. Um, and so you're dealing with bandits. You're dealing with these weird factions that are throughout the land of Skyrim, you're dealing with dragons, you're dealing with other people, politics, uh, magic, and sorceresses and sorcerers, and uh, ghosts, and uh, undead skeletons. It, it, there's just so, 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 so much. Oh, and there's also lizard people. Liz you know, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, lizard people and cat people. And cat, all right. <laughs> the Argonians and the Khajiit. Uh, are what they're called, Damn, respectively. This is a rich <laughs> culture. Oh here. yeah. Oh, there's so much going on, and uh, so what people will do with this game is that they'll add their own shit to it. Um, How can they do that? I don't you buy everything from the Bethesda company. Yeah, I So how how would they be able to add something of their own and then have you play it? So I'm not entirely sure how modding is what it's called. Uh Okay, mod uh, mod modding, yeah. modular modification. Oh, modification. Yeah. Yes. And so they they take uh, the visual parts of the game, so the models, the 3D models that are yeah. represent the you as the playable character, the NPCs, the weapons, anything like that, um, and they can modify how it looks, uh, they can modify how it acts, uh, they can modify uh, different parts of the game, they can insert entirely different sections of game into the game that they've created themselves the modding community uh of skyrim is just so phenomenally large and so incredibly talented that uh you could spend your whole life trying to find all the mods of skyrim and you'll never get through them all so there's this <clears throat> rich community backing a privately manufactured game mm -hmm. and making it their own on some level. Absolutely. Oh, so yeah. Bethesda released Skyrim, like I said, I think 2013 is when it was originally released. Okay. And it had great graphics then, but, you know, six years later, we... Wait, maybe it was... Because did I buy the 10-year anniversary? I have no idea how, how long it's been out. It's been out for a while. And you've been playing it since 2013? Or oh, when God, did you no. get involved? Uh, I got involved about f a month ago. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm amazed. I thought that this has been oh, part God. of your life forever. No. Man. I mean, this game has been a part of a lot of people's lives for a long time. Yeah. Uh, people have 
put in thousands and thousands of hours. Like I have a buddy personally who has put in, I think he told me 3,000 hours into Skyrim alone. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, what's fascinating is you're talking about it with this deep, knowledgeable love for <sighs> this game and you are new to it. Oh, I'm I'm brand new to it. There there yeah. are people who have so much more experience than it. I know. Uh, what fuck grabbed you? What what could have possibly happened on the screen that made you care about it so much that um you respect it so deeply and uh are really clearly trying to <laughs> immerse yourself yeah. ever more deeply what was it just the 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 richness and the level of detail yeah here? Um, was that it or what tell me so no words <laughs> a couple things uh the game itself is just a beautiful masterpiece Man. the uh the just the way that i have it uh the special edition that i bought uh kind of has everything remastered uh, a lot of the graphics. Okay. Are, okay. And with the computer that I have, I played it on ultra quality. Well, okay, but you got the chops, so it can render that high quality yeah. in real time, really mm -hmm. fast, because you got mm -hmm. the processor for that. I've got it. Uh, you got like state of the art then. Uh, I would like to think so. Okay. I I bought this computer from a buddy of mine who is upgrading to an, an even better computer yeah and so i just got what he had but i he put something in it that made it even better and faster and what's not i i'm not a computer guy i'm not super great with that I just trust whatever he said because he is one of those kind of people. So yeah, yeah, and he could probably <laughs> help you out if you had a problem. Yeah, I exactly, exactly. So, um, oh, I like. Oh, yeah, how beautiful the game is and how ultra yeah, quality. Yeah. What, 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 what brought you to this? Well, to be playing it in general, deep loyalty to um, it. I mean, the the fascination you're talking about it with real excitement and. Uh, without knowing the exact reality behind it, I assumed it had been really part of your life for an awfully long time, just because of how much you know yeah. and the way you regard it almost like a friend or something, because <laughs> it it takes you into this right. different world, and it's clear that you are stimulated mm -hmm. and surprised and entertained. Everything good happens yeah. when you're playing the game, I guess. And I think that's what's really important with a video game or really any game in general, that you can have this super nice immersion into the world that has been created for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and the one of the best parts is that you, as the player, it, it you can do whatever you want. Um well, within reason. Yeah, of course. But, okay, so... There are the laws that still apply to you, but for the most part, you can do a, so much with this game. Okay, you are Aiden DeBoard, right? Correct, And that's now me. you're in Skyrim yes, world. Yes, where I am Woodsley, the, Wood uh, Woodsley the Wood Elf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not uh, a lie either. That's my that's character. Woodsley, I love him. Woodsley the Wood Elf. Yeah. And you're walking down a path yep. in the middle of the forest. Yep. 
which beautiful forest. Oh uh, my very, God. The trees are incredible. The way that the light from the either sunset, yeah. the moonlight coming through. Oh, the yeah, sun. The, way they, the way they work the shadows. Oh, man. it's incredible. Yes. So, so good. Oh, my God. Like so you're in uh, awe the whole time while you're in this land. Because it's so beautiful. Uh-huh. Now, old Woodsley mm-hmm. is walking around, yep. and you say that he, as your avatar, I guess is yeah. the word, um, can do a lot. Yeah. What could Woodsley do? He can't fly. Uh, can he just take a machine gun and shoot everybody on uh, the premises? Or if if I downloaded the machine gun mod oh, uh, that right. has been absolutely created at least three dozen times over. Um, <laughs> well, in this in the U.S., I guess <laughs> that would be the case. Um, but yeah, sure, I could do that realistically. Uh, if I chose to and went through the effort to do that. Woodsley. Woodsley could do that. But Woodsley, uh, my man Woodsley, um, he is a he's a stealth archer. Oh, a stealth archer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I saw a new version of Robin Hood. Oh, yeah? And it blew my mind because uh-huh. it still takes place mm-hmm. in the Middle Ages. Right. But the photography and the design of the weaponry, everything mimicked the war in Iraq. Oh. And they had machine firing um, bows. Okay, yeah. that, that, That shot arrows as though they were... Machine gun rounds. Yeah. So you go, but it was arrows. Right. So it 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 was just, just, yeah. It was incredible. I mean, well, the modern world obviously (laughs) has influenced the way filmmakers want to present even old stories Mm -hmm. like that. So I guess. Well, I don't know, but in Woodsley's world, <laughs> uh, would it be a modern day machine? Would it be an AK forty seven, or would it yeah. be some, some sort? Of, sort no, of... it would be straight up a, oh, okay. a, an assault rifle. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> I I know it, it. The the things that modders will do is so astounding. Um, and they're good, huh? Oh, they're they really very good. They really know what they're doing. They really know what they're doing. They they have mods that make the landscape around you even more detailed. Yeah. Um, and so the water in Skyrim is really well done, the way that it's simulated, the physics of it. Oh, <laughs> yes. The reflections off the surface mm-hmm. of the lake, for example. But in the modding community, they made the water even better oh yeah it used to be for the big animators dreamworks disney mm-hmm. um everybody else that is in that business fur was the big issue really yeah fur. every single hair oh has yeah. to react uh-huh in some unique way to make it look realistic have you seen monsters inc by chance Yes. Okay. And that so, was a breakthrough. Yeah. Uh, because the fur on one of those blue monsters. Sully, the, the, the blue one. Really, really good. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I was thinking. That Sully, the blue monster, every single hair on Sully was individually animated. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, huge, huge props to the Pixar animators really coming out there and killing it yeah, that every was, single that, time. That wasn't DreamWorks. That was Pixar. My yeah. apologies. Exactly right. Well, wasn't DreamWorks Pixar? The, no. The no, they're not. Companies. They're different. But don't they yeah. do a lot of things together? I uh, Maybe they do now. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't actually think so, I though. I don't think so. No. Yeah, you're probably right. DreamWorks had Shrek, but so... You know they're they're kind of top tier with uh, oh yeah movies. Really, every, <laughs> all of those people are definitely at the top for oh, sure. Absolutely. But when you play the yes. game, okay. When I play Skyrim, when you're Woods Woodsley, Woodsley the Wood Elf. That's a great name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I try. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so you named him too. Well, Woodsley, Woodsley. he's walking down the road. Yeah, he can't fly, he, and he's unless and he, I. Mod it. Oh, or you could mod him to I, fly? I could mod him to fly. Uh, okay. I could mod, or I could go into something called uh, the developer console. Oh, yeah. And request uh, special powers, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> uh, something like that. So essentially, you can put in some developer command. Uh, to place a object or a person or do something called God Mode, which is you don't take any damage, you can move anywhere you want, you can fly and do all that, you can no clip, which is you no clip, which is there's no collision on the hitboxes of anything in the game. Or at least with uh, you. You lost me with the technicality. <laughs> no clip on the hip box. Okay, so no clipping is um, just the, the term that is used for when uh, when there are two objects in a game. All right. Uh, they both possess a series or a singular hit box. Uh, all right. When you say object, you're not talking about a soup bowl or well, something. Well, actually, yeah. Oh, it could be. It could be. All right. Well, where does the hitbox come in if it was a soup bowl? So the hitbox uh, on an object is where other objects or projectiles can collide with that object. Oh. So on the soup bowl, it yeah. it has what like one big. Uh, one big hitbox. The the entire bowl is right. the hitbox. Okay. And so if I were to shoot uh, an, an arrow at it, or if I were to hit it with a sword, yeah. it the hitbox on my sword uh, or the arrow would collide with the hitbox on the bowl, and the physics that are applied to those hitboxes will react, and the bowl will go flying. Oh, all right. That's yeah. pretty great. And so when I no-clip my character, all of the hitboxes on my character uh, don't collide with any of the hitboxes in the world. In other words, there is absolutely no way you can be hit. Exactly. I'm I'm essentially a specter at this point. Well, isn't that cheating? In the oh, game? absolutely. That is cheating. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and so... Uh, a lot of the developer console commands like that, uh, are just ways to kind of like break the game and have a little more fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, cheat if you want to, by all means, because you can change, 
different aspects of your character as well. So, for example, if I wanted to make Woodley, Woodsley uh, 10 stories tall, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so it won't it'll only change how big he is on the screen. Um, oh, but it won't change it, his powers that is no. he won't be so powerful he could destroy a castle or no. pick up a tree by its you know upper branches and uproot it that kind of thing yeah exactly <clears throat> i just am now suddenly just the biggest boy in town okay. um <laughs> the giants that are that uh, inhabit the land yeah. will still wreck my shit real hard real quick mm-hmm. um and so uh, the, the, the model in the game changes size, but the hitboxes, I think still the, stay the same or the way that the character moves stays the same. And so, uh, it, it's really weird. So it's as if you're taking all these huge strides, you're watching your character take these massive strides along the land. Oh, Woodsley is yeah. doing like six feet with the one step or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. However, the original uh, character model still stays the same. And so despite you moving, your feet are sliding across the ground and you're oh! moving the same speed oh, as if you were oh, original size. Okay, so you're just kind of playing around. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It doesn't. It, it just changes like the aesthetic of things, but you can change how fast your character goes, how strong they are, what they do. You can do that. I never did that because I wanted to have a good, wholesome playthrough of Skyrim uh, for the first time. Right, and now you have played it through mm-hmm. how many times? Uh, just the one. Really? How long did it take? <laughs> About fifty hours. Five zero yep. hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because what happens in this game especially is that there's the main story quest line. Mm -hmm. So things to progress the game that you're, like at some point you're required to do if you want to go through the story of Skyrim. However, there are thousands of side missions that you can take on. Well, uh, I don't even know what the main mission is, I guess. (laughs) Honestly... Mo- neither do a lot of us like okay. it, it, it 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 you go through so many side quests that you completely lose track as to what the main story is <laughs> <laughs> like uh for example i went through this whole thing i went and i found these people they called the dawn guard the dawn d-a-w-n yeah the dawn the guard the dawn guard All and right. the dawn guard yes. hate werewolves and vampires oh, so do i and all those like subhuman-esque right they're a nuisance and so they sent me on a mission to go kill a bunch of vampires oh uh in other words the game yeah we'll assign you that uh-huh okay and so because i met these people they're like you're cool go kill a bunch of vampires see what they're doing in this like cave or whatever yeah they're causing lots of trouble yeah and then i met a vampire uh-huh. uh who then became my my follower uh who helped me in my quest um and then i became a vampire 
did he like <laughs> do some nasty throat bite and turn you into one, or how did you become so, Woodsley? <laughs> how did Woodsley, Woodsley become the, the Wood Elf the vampire? Wood Elf vampire, <laughs> man! It was a series of things that didn't. It, it all happened so fast. Um, so <laughs> I barely knew it. Then suddenly I'm a vampire. All right. So the the lady that I saved, uh, her name is Serana. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the entire game I called her Serena. Okay. Um, but you were wrong. I was absolutely wrong. I was yeah. just she she made me mad a lot. Uh, so I just called her Serena because didn't want her to get her too chummy you know yeah right. she's <laughs> annoying yeah she got in my way a lot but oh. she held a lot of my stuff which is good for someone like myself who hoards everything in those games oh you collect shit <laughs> oh god oh god i collect everything like i will loot jewels and like special jewels. potions oh and... i had so many fucking potions it was unreal potions. i think i had like 200 pounds worth of potions it well, was absurd that's a lot yeah and i never used them no <laughs> but i was like at some point i might i might use them but uh, man, I I loot every body, every chest, every vase, every urn, every single little thing that I can find. <laughs> I will loot it because I love scavenging you just so love much. Stuff. I just love stuff, and I hoard it all. And so I usually there's like a threshold for how much stuff you can carry, and I'm always probably like two pounds below that threshold because you never know what I might find that I need to carry. Right. So you leave it with Serena and say, don't touch my stuff. Yeah, I, I give it to her and it's like, carry it, but oh. don't use it. Okay. <laughs> and she is sort of your acolyte. Yeah, yeah. All right. She's my little companion follower that helps me kill monsters and carry stuff. She's annoying, but she has annoying. a purpose. Yeah. Um, she gets in my way a lot. Uh, and blocks me from going places, and then she won't move. It's it's the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> but so I met her, uh, and she had this thing called an Elder Scroll, which is the name uh, of the, yes. the lineage of the game, the right. Elder Scrolls, which apparently hold just this this vast amount of knowledge, just super powerful. I don't the the, the scrolls themselves make no sense to me. Um, is and it because you just don't know, or do they? They're not meant they, they, to make sense. They are supposed to make sense if you go deep enough into the lore. Oh, I see. Um, okay, but essentially, the one that she had that she was carrying, uh, her father, the Lord Vampire of the land. <laughs> okay, so sir, I guess I lost yeah, that in yeah, translation. It, Serena has always been a vampire. A vampire. Yes. Okay. And so uh, her father locked her up in this tomb uh, with the Elder Scroll. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we go back to the, the vampire castle. The vampire castle. And I talk to the Lord Vampire guy. And he's uh, like, do you want to be a vampire? And I was like, fuck it. Sure, I'll be a vampire. Fuck the Dawn Guard. Um, and so I become a vampire. And which is really cool, but super inconvenient. And I kind of wish that I didn't become a vampire. But, <clears throat> uh, well, are you locked into uh, vampirism now for every time you play? Yeah, so for the rest uh, Elder of Elder Scroll, yeah, mm, at least with Woodsley, maybe. Okay, um, I 
might have found a guy that could cure my vampirism. Yes. But I fear that I'd lose uh, Serena, my follower. Your trusted, loyal yeah. stuff carrier. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, eh, I'll, I'll stick to being a vampire. It's not that hard. Um, I just can't go out in the daytime, which is kind of rough. Uh, what can't... <laughs> all right. Well, that's an issue with the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... As a vampire, if I'm out in daylight, uh, yeah. my stamina, my health, and my magic are halved. Oh. So if I had 240 health uh, originally. 240 in, health? Yeah, so that's my, my health points. Okay. Um, in I'm just going to give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't need to know how that works, but I can see that it... Is an indicator that you are probably fairly powerful at 240. Right? Yeah, that, it's it's. I mean, it's much better than being 120. Exactly, which yeah. is what I am in the daytime. Ah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I can wait till night, or I go inside, and everything works out. But it's kind of irritating. But with so during all of this, there's the main story quest. There's a ancient dragon that. Uh, literally eats souls in the afterlife like that's his whole shtick and then he's coming into the physical realm and fucking shit up by uh resurrecting dragons and having them kill people like it's it's a it's a whole thing that is anti-social behavior of the worst sort he he's just a really kind of a rude dude yeah all around that's um and he that behavior yeah and he insults woodsley a lot what yeah right you'd think yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's a thing. And so as this dragon scourge is going along, I decided to become a vampire, and then I went through an entire vampiric storyline where I go out to, like, four or five different dungeons and caves and whatnot to collect stuff, and then I bring it back to this Lord Vampire guy who has this whole plan to use his daughter Serena... Serana, whatever. Uh, My companion, the Elder Scroll that she had, some whack-ass blood that I needed to kill for, um, some ancient blood, and this this whole plan to conquer the sun. Um, Literally the star we know as the sun. Yeah, no, exactly that. We circle and all Mm -hmm. that. Okay. Uh, So that vampires can, can rule the land. Ah, so that makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I ended up killing him, and I became the new Lord of the Vampires, uh, which is why I don't think I can cure my vampirism because I am the king vampire right now. And you did all of this in fifty-five-zero hours. Mm-hmm. In addition to everything else. Okay, how many days was that? One week's. Play? I think this was a, a full week of play. Okay. Because you know I don't have a job. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, for example, okay, for a week, then that would suggest that you might play at least four hours a day or something. Right? Uh, minimum four. Minimum. Okay. Uh, I think for I, I think one day I played twelve. Um, Man. Yeah, I it was it, it gets you going. Well, I can <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that I can see how that would be. And so. That's that's what really brings you into the game itself. And something that we were talking about earlier is like why 
why would someone play this game for so much so long uh just because the story is so rich and you can just constantly play and there's just new stuff coming at you the loot just gets more and more powerful you can change your character you can change who you side with you can kill these super powerful enemies and like explore these ruins and the lore is just so rich with everything and you just get lost in it well are you are there other participants at their computers playing against you or are you in effect playing against the game itself I am the singular character okay, playing so against the Okay, so there's no one. This isn't one of those group uh, mm-hmm, no. interconnected nationwide contest games nope. at all. This is an offline. Uh, ah, offline. Yeah, yeah. offline single player. Uh, and yet you've, you've found it so fascinating, and it sounds also like you could do another five zero fifty hours. Oh, yeah, and at some point I guarantee I will. Man, um, uh, because this this original playthrough, I didn't put any mods in, and I didn't change the game at all, um, and I played a very specific way. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but the way that the game can be played is that you can change it however you want. So, for example, I was Woodsley the Wood Elf, the Stealth Archer. Right, stealth archer. Yeah. Did you come up with that name by yourself? No, that's okay. a that's an actual like title. Uh, that's a yeah, that's a rank. I'm a stealth archer. Yeah. Sure. And so I really focused on my sneak abilities. Sneak ability. Uh huh. And my archery abilities. Mm-hmm. So that way I could sneak up on somebody, shoot them with an arrow, and they're done. And they're done. That's just it. Yeah. Uh. And so I did, I focused on that. However, what I could be doing is that I could change my race. Uh, so instead of being a wood elf, I could be a, uh, a two other different kinds of elves. I could be the uh, the lizard people. I could be one of the oh, cats. Yeah. Okay, I sure. could be three different types of humans. For some reason, there's differences in them. Yeah. Um, and they, they all have different abilities that they can use. Um, for example, this, the next playthrough that I might try, uh, I might be a night elf, uh, Mm -hmm. and they're very adept with magic. And so I could do a bunch of spells and that kind of stuff for the whole game and, and never even touch a bow. Man. Um, and as you say, you accrue stuff. Do you also accrue statistics which give you a sense of how successful you are as a wood elf or any entity mm-hmm. in this landscape. Do, uh, you, do you know if if you are a primo player of the game because you've done so well, or or can you tell that? Uh, I think that's all personal. Uh, Achievement. Yeah, 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 exactly that. Okay. Um, Because you can, essentially, you can infinitely level up your character. 
level <laughs> yeah yeah you can i'm so lost <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why we have the podcast Tim. okay yeah you're right. oh you know what i don't even did we say the name of the podcast uh this is not skyrim the podcast no this is inherently human and what's the uh yes this is inherently human i don't know if we actually introduced the show and now at 43 <laughs> minutes plus as we wrap up the episode <laughs> it's inherently human number 32. Yeah. And um, that, what's that other relevant feature? Oh, yeah. Our, uh, what is it? Our brand? Yeah. Uh, so the the whole reason that I, Aiden DeBoard, know so much about video games and Jim is uh, uh, yeah. the learner. Needing to be brought up to speed. <laughs> is that I'm 21 years old. Yes. Um, and I'm 73. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I, how would I possibly be expected to know all of this stuff? So that's why he has me around. Um, I'm his new generational. Oh, man, it's uh, my, yeah, I'm informant. just trying to grasp life, you know, <laughs> just kind of trying to hold on. Yeah. You know, with my fading grip on what's going on, man. So before we we end this episode, I do want to uh, uh, <clears throat> see if you remember something from a previous episode that we had. Okay. So there was an episode that we had when we were still recording, I believe, at the library. At the library, yeah. At the Branford Millar Memorial Studios on the campus of Portland State University. You mean the PSU <laughs> Library? <laughs> Didn't know I had a, a full fancy it's name. The Branford Millar <laughs> um, um, PSU Library. Yes. So we had a, an episode where I talked to you how I played a different game uh, when I was sick. Uh, yeah, I, I dimly I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that game is called Fallout New Vegas. Don't remember that. That's fine. So the Fallout series, those games were also created by Bethesda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So sure. Fallout and Skyrim came from the same people. Yes. Uh, something that I do need to mention, just in case anybody listening to the podcast that knows video games, uh, Fallout New Vegas was not technically made by Bethesda. Um, it was created by Obsidian, which is a different company, but the Fallout brand is Bethesda. So we'll just couple that in with Skyrim. Sure, makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that just a little uh, fun fact for you that Bethesda has effectively taken gah, hundreds of hours away from my you life. Know, I mean, in a much different era, I was in love with Dell, mm-hmm. Dell comic books. Ooh. And I would not really read anything by DC or Marvel. Uh-huh. It had to be Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Little Lulu. Yeah. All of them under the Dell label. Okay. So I don't know if I've ever heard of the Dell label. That's because I, I haven't seen that um, logo in like millions of years, probably. So A whole million, huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it adds up over time. Yeah, though. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bugs Bunny supersedes life on Earth itself. Bugs but... <laughs> Bunny was so great. So was Daffy Duck, man. Is Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck the, the new old gods? Well, I, I suppose, <laughs> you know, um, I remember Daffy Duck uh, was... Uh, running a elevator 
in a department store mm -hmm. when you didn't have automatic uh, elevators. And oh, so, yeah. what? Yeah, and so. What do you at mean, point, not automatic elevators? Well, <laughs> there was a certain time in department stores where there was a person that kind of flew the elevator from. You would go on and you'd say, fourth floor, please. And they'd say, right away. And they'd go, they would take you. That is a specific individual. Huh. Yes. And uh, okay. He, okay. I remember that at one point he said, fourth floor, brooms, looms, pantaloons, and spittoons. <laughs> Clever. I love that. that I was, did too. That's so good. That's We should, brooms, we should do something like that. Tombs, tombs, spittoons. Rooms. Coom, brooms, brooms. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of all the all the tombs. I know. Tombs, uh, doom. No, not dooms. Well, you know. <laughs> a little bit, probably. Sure, sure of course. <laughs> oh man, looms, looms. That's a thing. Brooms, looms, tombs. Tombs. So you went on the fourth floor. You go. You wanted to pick out a tomb. <laughs> and spittoon. Yeah. And Spittoons. Wow. Everything yeah. you need on one floor. Isn't that remarkable? That is the joy. And uh, now there are very few department stores, but back in the day, you could buy your tomb and your spittoon. <laughs> All in one-stop shopping. Uh, yes. Now we call that Amazon. We um, do. We do. Do you think they sell tombs on Amazon? I don't know how close they get to that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll have to check. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Please don't tell me that. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're having to look at um, graciously stepping aside and giving these wonderful listeners an opportunity to have some food or maybe take a walk, oh, play yeah. with a dog. We did say that we had to limit it this to yeah, and forty-five minutes your or time, so, like greedily sucking it from the rest of. Their lives, I oh. guess you could look at it that way. You know what, dearest listeners, thank you so much for uh, giving I, us your life force like this. By... I concur. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> See, this is why I became a vampire in Skyrim, so I could come onto the podcast and suck the life force away from our listeners. Oh, man. So <laughs> Who... Who will give us a full 50 minutes of their wondrous, beautiful time. And we yeah. appreciate every second of it. Thank I, you so much. I thank you as well. I mean, I, <laughs> I second uh, Aiden's uh, gratitude. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Uh, and thank you again to the, the listeners out there. Um, we'll, we'll let you go, finally. Um, we, I, I promise, like we said, we have to stop ourselves at some point. So uh, I'm Aiden DeBoard. My name is Jim Newman. And this has been uh, Inherently Human, episode 32, where we talk about Skyrim for, him out, for yeah. an hour. Oh, just um, about. <laughs> and thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.